The Ghost in the House, author Emily Codner and Esther Shin. My name is not Easter. It was a cold, dark day. To be specific, October 23rd. It was nearing Halloween, but of course there were two twins. There are two twins named Mark, named Mark and Quinn, who didn't seem to care about it. They were in they were in an orphanage and got bullied by a boy named Darwin. Hey, scaredy cat, I dare you to go into the abandoned house at 12 a.m. tonight. I bet you're way too scared to do it, Darwin Bear. We are not scared at all, and we will do your stupid little dare, Darwin, Quinn stated. Wait, what? Speak for yourself. Mark, we're doing the dare. I never understood why I listened to my sister about this stupid dare. It was now 12 o'clock a.m., and Quinn dragged me along to the abandoned house. The house looked even creepier when I looked at it, but looked at it up close. Somehow, Quinn's chest was puffed up with confidence and was walking towards the house. Darwin was behind us to make sure we did the dare. We weren't even in the house, and I felt a cold, bone-chilling feeling climb up my spine. I wished Quinn would back down. But it was pretty clear once she once she reached that porch. Every step you made, the floor creaked. As we entered our first steps in the house, we heard a door slam and the nasty laughter of a Darwin. We slammed our fists on the door, shouting, Darwin, Darwin open, open up, up the, the door, door now. now! Unfortunately, nothing happened. Footsteps was faded away and the laughter dimmed down. I heard strange noises and I didn't know what it was. I heard a horribly deep voice, a voice that shrieked, Hi! I tried to scream or cry or do something, but I was helpless. I stood there. I was like a frozen ice statue. What are you doing, Mark? Pull yourself together! Quinn tried to make me move, but I couldn't. A floating, sickly white boy stated, If you want to leave, you need to play with me. Both of us were terrified by the sight of a ghost. My name is Bob. I want to play riddles, said Bob. Bob said giggling. Now, what is the answer to this? I'm like a disease that I cannot spread. I can fill a heart or a whole room. What am I? Me and Quinn were discussing answers, and we decided it was a heart disease. Wrong answer. Two more tries. Bob screamed. We just stared at each other. The, deep, the dim and humid room made it even more awkward. Bob spoke up. Make me pancakes, please. My mom used to make them before she died. At that moment, me and my sister glared at him and then turned to each other. We felt kind of bad for him. He seemed so lonely in the house. I want the smell of my mother's pancakes. We went through all of the cabinets looking for things to make pancakes. We searched everything, everywhere, including the closets, but we found nothing decent. But Bob said... That he couldn't actually eat, he just wanted to smell his mother's food. A turning sound took over my stomach, feeling of guilt. I couldn't help but wonder why our parents left us, and we end up in the stupid orphanage with Darwin. Of course the food did not smell good, it's not bad. It was batter made out of old flour. When I turned on the stove, it, didn't, it wouldn't work. I guess the stove ran out of propane, and he ran out of it a long time ago. Of course we didn't know how to cook, so it would have ended worse. We were horrified to see what Bob would do to us. Um, 
the stove won't work and the food is rotten, Quinn whispered. I was horrified, but all Bob murmured was an okay and walked away. After a little while, Bob came back and asked to play hide-and-seek. This would be insanely hard because I can barely see Bob when he's not trying to hide. How are you supposed to find him when you're hiding? Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Ready or not, come out wherever you are! Quinn shouted. She was so loud, I thought my eardrums would burst. After 30 minutes of searching, I was fed up, so... I ran to the kitchen, got the flour, and poured it everywhere until we found Bob. He was much different than I imagined. He was slender, with eyes shaped like a tiger's. He looked only around nine. Suddenly, a jolt of realization hit me. Everything that happened to him, and he was younger than me. I got to admit, it disturbed me for a little while. A little. How did he die? With sorrow and depression in his voice, he murmured, You are free to go. It sounded like we were house guests who leave Bob to an empty home all alone. I couldn't imagine being alone all the time. I always had Quinn no matter what. We walked out of the house and had our backs slunged. I thought I would, I, I would be so happy to live another day to have my freedom back, but instead we just got realization and depression. The next day, we were walking around and we saw a cat. He yeah. was gray with green eyes. He was so skinny and helpless that I scooped him up and decided to give him to Bob. Quinn wandered off while I went to the pet store, bought him cat food. I ran to the abandoned house and screamed for Bob. He realized it was someone and got so excited. I could feel the excitement in the air. I told him I found a cat and was giving it to him. He was so happy. I left and found out that Darwin wouldn't be in the orphanage anymore. I was so excited. From then, I lived day by day taking life by the moment.